Yes, it's a Wednesday. We talk uh, in the world of tech. Uh, and uh, tonight we have the opportunity to speak uh, to Tato uh, Ziare uh, from the uh, Mine Workers Investment Company, Tato's uh, Impact Investment Manager out at the MIC. And uh, this after, it was announced that uh, the uh, MIC has made its latest impact investment uh, and uh, investing an undisclosed amount to acquire just shy of uh, a quarter of the uh, share capital of internet service provider Too Much Wi-Fi, which was launched out in 2016. Uh, and uh, this comes after they uh, wrapped up uh, what they described a successful investment campaign where they were targeting emerging high-growth potential businesses in South Africa. Tato, good evening. Welcome. Hi, welcome. Uh, thanks, thanks, Ayabonga. Thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah, man, look, you can welcome me as well. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, welcome me to the MIC. <laughs> Tato, I want us maybe to start off here. Um, for many of our listeners who might not be familiar with who the MIC is and your investment philosophy, who are you? What is it that you invest in? Sure. So the MIC is, uh, stands for the Mine Workers Investment Company, and we are uh, an investment holding company um, that uh, invests in uh, predominantly, you know, cash generative uh, businesses across uh, a myriad of sectors. We are sector agnostic as an as an organization, mm. and our primary purpose essentially is to invest for returns in order to generate money to support our principles. Um, social social objectives and social initiatives. Yeah. We are 100% held by a trust called the Mine Workers Investment Trust, and that trust has a number of social objectives. Um, uh, uh, probably the most well-known would be the J.B. Marks Bursary Fund, which to date has probably put through put um, just over a thousand uh, uh, mine workers' children through mm. through university. Uh, we've also got the Mine Workers Development Agency, which supports. Um, labor sending areas uh, around the country. Uh, we've got uh, a research institute. We've got um, the uh, uh, Sam Tambani oh, Research Institute. Yes, we've yes. got EBMTC Training Academy um, in Midrand that focuses on both uh, hard skills and soft skills. So, yeah, so, I mean, our main mandate is, is, is fundamentally centered, uh, even though we're an investment company, our mandate is centered on mm. facilitating impact. Sure. and uh, facilitating uh, impact, particularly to uh, mine workers. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, this segment, of course, is our tech conversations. And I want sure. us to talk about uh, some of your investments in the world of tech. I mean, you invest in industrials, leisure, financial sector, media, uh, and uh, tech as well. And in the world of tech, some of your investments include Tracker. Uh, you own yes. 30% of Tracker. You also uh, own a significant stake uh, in a... Uh, distributor of prepaid airtime, mobile subscriber starter packs and uh, SIM cards, around 27.5%. You also own just shy of 10% in Vox Telecoms. Uh, and you also, um, you know, were party to the empowerment vehicle of Vodacom, which is Yebo Year 2, uh, with 11.3% uh, in uh, that entity, which you acquired from the Tebe Investment Corporation. Sure. And now you're acquiring too much Wi-Fi. I'm quite interested in where you see some of the synergies there or some scope uh, for synergistic partnership. Yeah, I mean, just from uh, labeling or mentioning some of those uh, entities, I'm sure you can see uh, follow a, a general theme. But I think what I'd like to highlight, particularly around this um, this 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 particular investment, is the focus on impact. Right, the the focus on uh, delivering affordable internet connectivity to underserved communities. I think um, the, a lot of the entities you mentioned before have done really well at servicing their core target market and delivering 
systems and products to all types of customers alike. But I think where where, where we see um, too much Wi-Fi particularly coming in and being really helpful to South Africans at large is, is the focus on um, uh, delivering affordable internet to underserved townships and communities. And just to put that into perspective, right, uh, there's an interesting data point that I have is that, um, and this is a, a relatively old data point, but I think it's important nonetheless, uh, from 2019, that, you know, 63% of South Africans have access to some kind of um, internet um, internet connectivity, but only around 9.1% have access to it at home. And as we all know, that the at-home sort of services typically tend to come in as being far more affordable um, uh, just compared to just being able to access data uh, anywhere across the country. So we really saw this as an opportunity to invest in uh, something that's catalytic, something that would be able to, um, to, 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 to open up you know, services and information to the people who need it the most. Um, you know, as we, as, 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 as of recent developments, you know, internet and access and data has become part of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Uh, so when we look at it, we see that, uh, you know, uh, the previously disadvantaged communities and probably just to say it, black communities are probably the ones that need it the most. So if we can drive the access there, we believe we can deliver the most amount of impact in those communities through this partnership. Of course, I mean, it certainly goes without saying that a lot of those platforms as well um, give you significant opportunity to um, cross-sell, I would think. I mean, uh, be it Vox alongside the too much Wi-Fi, there might be some synergies there. Uh, but also, if one thinks about the opportunity to cross-sell some of your value-added services, prepaid airtime, mobile platforms, and so on, uh, and uh, you know, airtime advances, SMS aggregation, and all of that. Um, are you thinking of those synergies in those ways, or is there no like prospect of operational integration here? Yeah, I think um, you know, there's always a scope for 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 partnership across these entities, and 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 it is something. That, uh, that that can be investigated and and looked at, um, and and I mean that that's always a consideration when looking at uh, these investments. Mm. Um, however, I would say that particularly from the too much Wi-Fi story, we particularly were attracted by the fact that its mandate and its primary focus is just to deliver. Uh, you know, uh, the the founder likes to say that you know being able to provide the solution is like providing water in the Karoo. Uh, right there is a, and uh, and that's just because you know how individuals in these communities are accessing the internet currently um is not uh, particularly the most um affordable for them even though they can access it and they have a solution where we can bring that cost down cost way down for them so i mean so i suppose in summary there is potentially scope for, 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 for partnership in, in the medium to long term. But for now, you know, that core impact mandate is what, what really attracted us to this opportunity. Mm, mm. And, and maybe just, I guess, as, as we wrap up, uh, uh, Tato, I'm quite interested in, in sort of this impact investment portfolio of the work you do. Uh, talk to me about some of the other investments that you've made and I guess the process. I mean, many of the people who are listening to us here might be sort of tech founders, startups, pioneers in their own space sure. uh, who might be interested, I guess, in, um, you know, speaking to yourselves. They might have a pre-seed or whatever funding rounds that they have. How do they go about that? Sure. So, I mean, so we launched um, MIC Kulisan Ventures last year uh, as, as probably um, the first step uh, or I'd say the most uh, sort of 
market-facing step in our journey to in our journey in impact investing, and the whole angle there was focused on you know financial inclusion for black-owned SMEs. So that vehicle in particular only looks at majority black-owned um, startups or so SMEs, early-stage businesses. That that category, and we carved out around 150 million rand from our own balance sheet to focus predominantly on 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 those types of businesses. And to date, we've invested in uh, we've concluded investments in four. We ran a window last year that went through um, that started in July and ended mid-August. Uh, through that, we selected the first four investments. We recently actually ran a second window, where unfortunately at this stage, it's um, uh, the businesses have already sort of run their course and we're in the process of 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 of, of um, diligencing some of the shortlisted entities and selecting the next sort of cohort that we're looking to invest in. Um, so at this stage, that's uh, that's where we are. Um, we still have a bit of uh, capital to deploy uh, in there. Uh, we've deployed uh, just over a third, so we still have um, two-thirds to go. So um, I would say that, you know, a lot of individuals, a lot of startups, particularly those that are majority black-owned, should follow, should go onto our website, follow our Twitter pages, uh, follow our LinkedIn page, and just keep abreast of any announcements or any uh, notifications therein just to be able to, to, to see when our next mm. sort of um, um, uh, our next window might be. Um, alternatively, what you could do is to, uh, you know, just be in contact with our, just go onto our website and uh, check the contact details there. And um, as you sort of put forward your proposals, then we would be in a position to assess, mm. um, but most likely only around early next year to start assessing any sure. um, uh, in any new proposals. Out of interest, Tato, why, why are you not disclosing the sum at, with, for which you acquired the 24.85% stake? Um, I think I, I think it's just, uh, at this stage, it's just our preference, um, you know, to, to instead of putting the sum there just to just to highlight the investment itself mm. and, and have the focus beyond the fact that, you know, um, on the impact side of it, you know, that the business is at the end of the day uh, a focus on underserved communities and, you know, we've, you've got MIC as a partner there. And we just felt that, you know, we we prefer to focus um, on on highlighting the, the particular investment as opposed to disclosing the sum itself. Yeah. Okay, Tato. Let's leave it here for tonight. Uh, pleasure catching up with you. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Tato Nziare, the Impact Investment Manager out at the Mine Workers Investment Company, speaking to us for our tech conversations.